0: And hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Rich Sports Talk, and this is your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to get right into it. The, we're doing another mock draft for the New York Giants. Now, the first one, I had a very interesting take. I had that the Giants were going to trade their second and fifth round picks for Josh Rosen for the Arizona Cardinals. So to mix it up a little bit, and because we've heard that there's multiple teams now on Josh Rosen, I have the New York Giants not trading for Josh Rosen in this draft. So of course this is going to be a little bit differently, but there are going to be trades of plenty. Now I'm going to preface this by saying this, and I said this in my New York Jets full mock draft that look, I look for tendencies. I look for tendencies on what general managers look for, how they drafted previously. And it was a little bit easier for the Jets because they've had a longer history with Mike McCagnon. This is only the second year of Dave Gettleman, but I do think that there's certain factors that are going to come into play in this draft, and you know we're going to talk about all of them today. We're going to get right into it. The first pick for the Giants at number six will be Rashawn Gary, the defensive end from Michigan. Now, I'm going to preface this before I get into Gary, is that a lot of reports have been coming out that the Giants have lost interest and they don't think Haskins would be a great fit. Now, I don't think the Giants are going to go all in on Haskins if they don't feel he's a great fit. I've heard another, a lot of buzz about another quarterback we'll get into later. But for Gary, I kept him here. You you look, the top three blue-chip defensive prospects right now are Josh Allen, Quinnen Williams, and Nick Bosa. To me, he's the fourth-best defensive prospect in this draft. Actually, right behind White, actually, so I have him as my fifth prospect. Sorry, I got the order mixed up right there. But he's at that next tier of great defensive prospects. And look, he fits as a 3-4 end. This is some of the Giants need him. Now, initially, I think he might struggle a little bit with the pass rush. I think he's a little bit raw in that department. But this could be a guy that could be a potential double-digit sack guy. But at the very least, a very good run-stepping defensive end to come right in off the board. And a guy who can develop into a decent pass rusher. So I have him going number one overall to the Giants with their sixth pick. Now, I have the Giants with a trade. Trading 17. I have been trading up to 12 of the Packers. They trade their first round 17th pick. The third round 32nd pick. And round five pick five. And an asterisk on the on the round five one. They have the picks four and five in round five. So I think that they'll move one of them. To trade up to jump ahead of Miami, jump ahead of Washington to draft Daniel Jones, the quarterback out of Duke. Look, there's a lot of interest. From the Giants and Dan Jones. He said he wants to play, he can play behind Eli Manning. He has that connection with the Manning camp from Duke. And, you know, he works at the Manning uh, complex during the summer and with the Manning camp for football and here's the thing I like about him he's had a lot more experience than Haskins he's started for three years you've seen progression over those three years and this year was his best 22 touchdowns, 9 picks and he completed over 60% of his passes and one thing I really like about him that I like a little bit more than Haskins is he's a little bit more mobile now he's a raw passer he's going to have to sit but I think that's a perfect situation behind Eli Manning learning from Eli and if you draft Haskins I think the expectation is playing right away at least with Jones, I think the Giants can buy it and look on my board jones is my third best quarterback i haven't had have Locke. i haven't had have greer i think he's a better overall prospect and he doesn't get the love he deserves and i think when you look at a quarterback and you look at who is the best in terms of when i look at the complete quarterback package i think he is that in terms of what he can do with his athleticism his legs his ability to throw the arm and look i think murray's more accurate i think that hit murray and haskins are more ready to go at this point But I do think there's a lot of upside with Jones, and I think the Giants are smart. They move up from 17, they get their quarterback, and they jump out of a bunch of quarterback-need teams. And here's the biggest reason why I have them drafting Jones. Because, as of today, Russell Wilson has signed his extension. So I think that a lot of Giants fans were resigned to the fact that Russell Wilson was coming to New York. He's not coming. We've also seen that this Giants ownership group, which has the reputation of being one of the more patient organizations, they moved on from a head coach after just two years. After a disastrous last season, I think Gettleman has to have a bit of a trump card. What happened with the Jets last year? Mike McCagnin was in hot water because this roster wasn't very good. Even though they moved on from Todd Bowles, what was the big reason McCagnin got to keep his job? It's because he got the quarterback. If they have a quarterback, like let's say for example, Jones starts the last six games and looks good. It's going to be hard to move off from Gettleman. If he has the potential quarterback ready to go. If the Giants don't have a plan again at quarterback after next season, two years in a row, if Eli struggles, doesn't look good, and for the second year in a row they don't have a young quarterback to turn to and they don't have a long-term plan at quarterback. And I understand I understand next year's quarterback class is better, but you also have to understand this. What if the Giants are good enough to not be in the bottom five? then they're going to have to trade even more draft capital to move up in the draft to get a quarterback and you never know i think even with eli they have enough pieces what if this team wins six games next year it's still a bad year but they're not going to be in the bomb of the draft so for me you have to invest in a quarterback i think jones is a good fit i think he will be one of those quarterbacks that's willing to sit behind eli manning and i think it will be a good transition And for the Giants, I don't think you really give up too much. You give up the last pick in the the third round. You give up the fifth pick. You move up a couple of spots. The Packers will do it. They get a couple of additional picks that they can use. And you don't give up a valuable second-round pick, which is the 37 pick, which I have them going with Julian Love, the quarterback out of Notre Dame. Look, the Giants need help at cornerback. There's no question. That defense needs an overhaul. And right now, this is a good guy that he could start. I've loved being a late first-round pick you know versatile corner can do man can do zone ran a four or five four at the combine he's a little bit more of a finesse corner he's not going to jam guys at the line but this is a guy he has great coverage skills he's a little bit of an underrated we're going to see in this draft a lot of corners go i think in the second round because in the first round you're going to see more of the defensive linemen the pass rushers go and i think the giant's in a great spot to get a guy who in most drafts i think he would be a first round pick probably between 20 and 25 but here with the abundance of defensive linemen and pass rushers, he falls to the Giants in the second round and could give them a day one starter. Now with no third-round pick, the next one will be Yanni Kajus, the offensive tackle of West Virginia in the fourth round at pick 108. We seen Gettleman. He wants to build the trenches. Hey, look, Kajus start over 20 games, at left tackle. could inherit the position for Soldier down the road. He could be a plug-in play option right now at right tack. You know, big 6'5", 310 pounds what you're looking to. Now, it could take a bit of adjustment because you're talking about West Virginia. They throw it over the yard, playing the two-point stance all the time. So it could be a little bit of a project, but you've seen it. What have the Giants done the last two years? It's build that offensive line, and especially if you're going to move to a rookie quarterback, and if you're going to make Saquon Barkley the feature piece, nothing's better than giving them a good offensive line to work behind. And that's why I think Kajus could be a good pick right here for the Giants. In the fourth round of pick 132, I have the Giants going with Marvell Tell, the safety out of UFC. It's no question. The Giants need help at safety. Landon Collins is gone. Uh, You need a guy who can potentially be a free safety, and I have Tell being that. I mean, you look, he missed four games with the broken collarbone early in the season. I think that has slipped his value a little bit so the Giants can get him here in the fourth round. I think he could have been a high third-round pick. Very good cover safety, a little bit smaller, but this is a guy, especially as a free safety, good ball skills, plays the ball well in the air, versatile in pass coverage. So I think he would fit well with the Giants as a free safety. In round five, pick 142, the pick they didn't trade. Uh, that would be the fourth pick in the fifth round overall. Martez IV, the guard out floor. Now look, the guard position is set for the Giants, but you could use more depth. Find a process you could develop into maybe a potential starter. And look, Ivy, this is the reason I really like him. He has played multiple positions. He's played guard. He's played tackle. Now, look, he underachieved a little bit. He was a five-star recruit. Didn't really have the college career a lot of people expect. But look, he has an NFL body, and it's hard to find those in the fifth round. He's a versatile role lineman. You could put him out as a six offensive lineman. We're seeing, especially with a lot of run-heavy teams, that throw the extra lineman on the field, he could do that. Good backup at the guard positions, at the tackle position, and who knows, maybe even kick him inside to safety. They need depth, and one thing is with the Giants, you have an older offensive left tackle. You need to have good depth in the offensive line, so that's why Ivy makes a lot of sense here. Now I'm going to probably butcher this name. Round five, one seventy-one. Uleve Sungupole. Upole. I know it's a tough one. Olive Sungupole. Upole. The north. The north. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I keep saying north. It's the nose tackle and the defensive tackle from Wisconsin. Look, at this point, it's hard to find nose tackles in the draft, and I really like his athleticism. I've seen him on tape, especially with Wisconsin. was very good at moving, especially at 324 pounds of that nose tackle position. Look, he needs a lot of work on the technique, though, but he's a raw prospect, but he's got great athleticism of that size, which is very hard to teach. I think this could be a good guy that you could put on the practice squad potentially and develop as a defensive lineman. This defensive line needs an overhaul. Round six, pick 180. I have the Giants going with Jordan Gallons, the running back out of Stony Brook. It's Grace Saquon is. You need a good backup, and Gallons. Look, I think his value gets a little bit underappreciated because he he split a role last year at Stony Brook. He but he still averaged less than 20 carries a game and still ran for over a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Ran just under six yards of carry. At 5'11", he's bulked up this offseason from 210 to 235. Still ran a 4 five forty though. Could be a versatile back. Could be a little bit more of a physical in-between-the-tackles guy. But this could be a guy you could get five to ten touches a game, especially if you're going to have a young quarterback. Giving a good backup and giving Saquon a blow will be valuable. I think he would be a nice pickup here and a guy that you could be have a nice role for as a backup and rotational back. Round 7, pick 232. Dre Watson, the middle linebacker of Maryland, I love this kid. He flies all over the field. Very good linebacker for the terror pins. And one thing you notice about him, you look at his tackle totals and you see his performances, Ohio State, the bigger the game, the bigger he played. Could be a nice guy in the middle linebacker role. And the Giants have never really developed linebackers, but this could be a nice backup special teamer right from the bat, maybe a potential starter down the road. And then at round seven, pick 245, Michael dog, be the defensive end out of temple. Very versatile. I mean, look, he can play a bunch of positions. He played the five technique and play a four, three and can play inside. This is a guy that he can rush the passer as a defensive lineman at 280 pounds. Look, he gives this giant's defense a little bit more versatility. He gets overlooked. Cause I think he plays in the AAC that, that, scouts kind of looked out upon that conference but look this is an athletic guy that you could develop potentially and uses a role player maybe get him on five ten snaps a game as a pass rusher and then my priority free agent i'm doing this one you know what? i love you guys i'm gonna give you a little bit of a bonus and a priority free agent Coyote the giants might not draft and they could even draft but could look at in the priority free agent period and that's Reggie White Jr., the wide receiver from Monmouth. Small school prospect, but look, he's local. Monmouth, New Jersey, ran a 4.45. He's 208 pounds, 6'2", had nearly 1,200 yards receiving, 11 touchdowns last year. Could be a nice developmental prospect. They need depth at the wide receiver position. And we've seen this with Victor Cruz before. The Giants are very good at finding receivers. That's one thing they're very good at. Certain teams they're very good at, and the Giants, I can't explain it, they've been very good at finding wide receivers in any round. It could be the first round with Odell, could be later rounds with Sterling Shepard, and it could be undrafted like Victor Cruz. They're very good at spotting talent at the wide receiver position, and this is a guy that they could potentially find. And look, he could be another dime in the rough for the New York Giants wide receiving core. That's going to do it for this episode. Make sure you follow and subscribe. You can check out my Jets second round, uh, second mock draft 2.0 and my picks and their trades available wherever you are listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and, of course, on YouTube. We're going to have another Giants mock draft before the final draft next Thursday, and, of course, I'll give you my grades and my reaction to how their draft is going. Can't wait for the draft. It's my favorite event of the year. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any differences, if there's a prospect you think I'm overlooking, you think I should talk about in the next episode, or who you think the Giants should target, please reach out to us in the comments or, of course, our email, richsportstalk at gmail.com. And also check us out on Instagram using the handle richsportstalk and on Twitter using richsportstalk. Until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.